This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. My name is Keen, and I ain't no Darcy Truffle. My name's James and I'm a Picasso. Hello and welcome to Sissy That Pod. Today we're discussing RuPaul's Drag Race UK versus the world, episode 5, the semi-final. Did you know it was a semi-final? Because they only told us 14 times. One of my new favourite things about this version of the show though is when Ru goes and the winner gets to record a duet with me, RuPaul. <laughs> so, nah. I mean, how exciting for them that they that this is this is the other. Although, actually, you know what? Now that you've just reminded me, I'm like, like obviously RuPaul was going to be like, sorry, Jamie JK, but there is no way I am letting you anywhere near that recording studio. I and, I can't afford it, Masters. And, and, and if next week is going to be like a lip de- lipstick a lip sync smackdown, and Jamie is like a really good performer, there was like a real concern that it would be like, oh, mm. okay. <laughs> Like, here I go, recording my song with Jamie (laughs) Jacquet. Yeah, I mean, I probably want to see, again, Juju or Mo do the the duet. I think they'd be more interesting for me. Yeah, I think in terms of like Rue's style of singing and and Rue's style of of music, Juju or Mo makes the most sense. Like, I I don't think Mm. that whatever, I I don't see... Rue making a, a good track. I mean, end of sentence. But <laughs> I, I don't see Rue making like a sort of a, a like a good track with um, with with Juju or with uh, with Baga or or Blue really because it doesn't Blue. fit kind of yeah. into the wheelhouse that that Rue kind of has. Yeah, and surely you know, let's debunk this now. It's a song that's already made, and they just get a they just get to write a verse on it. That can't be it because then, like, it's the same as every single other kind of like top four finalists. Like, literally, then if that's the case, they all got the prize today. Hmm. What do you think? Rue's going to sit down in a room with Bag and spitball some verses. No, I mean, I think the song's already been written. I just think it hasn't been released yet. Oh yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, I don't think it's been released yeah. yet, but I think it's 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 yeah, in the can. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Rue's verses are in the can. They just get to go and yeah, write exactly. a verse. There's there's a version of Siri Rue's voice that sings, um, <laughs> whatever, whatever it is. Um, sassy that talk. So- <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got great guests today in the form of Sean Kitchener. He's a playwright and a screenwriter and a writer in general. Words are his forte and he joined us to get into this semi-final. There's dancing, there's looks and there's a really fun Eurovision lip sync. So let's get into it. Ryder, Sean Kitchener, thank you so much for joining us today to discuss the semi-final of Drag Race UK versus the world. How has it been to your taste so far? Thank you. Um, no, thank you for having me. It's, um, it's been a lot. It has been a lot. It's not been a subtle season. Um, I can't believe we're, I can't believe it's nearly the end already. It's just been like trauma, trauma, chaos, trauma. Um, it's it's been fine. I feel like it could have been. I'm sure we'll get onto this, but I feel like this week's episode was the first one where I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm actually like breathing normally and enjoying an episode this week." Other weeks it was just like, "Ah!" <laughs> um, and that, I don't know. I feel like this is this week. This week was the first week that I was like, "Oh, this season is." Um, this is kind of what I was hoping for from this. 
Yeah, if that there, there was no there was no trauma. You you were kind of like just able to enjoy the episode without. That being said, I I did kind of based on I suppose how we've been treated over the last couple of weeks, sort of like have my like pearls clutch going like, oh my god, is is Blue Hydrangea about to be sent home? Is Blue yeah, Hydrangea yeah, yeah. about to go? <laughs> yeah, it certainly was how they were building it up, all right? Because we knew of the bond with Monique or Mo, and then Mo doesn't win, so it does seem to be how they set them up I don't remember as much discourse around the title semi-final before in any other season other than this season like I know is it supposed to be the versus the world aspect of it like it just well, didn't feel semi to me I don't know is it just because they're still like cause how many queens were there today five yeah. so I guess they're, I don't know it's still only like episode four it's episode five in it so maybe they're just trying to add a little bit more like oh by the way it's finishing next week I don't know it's very like um, shows like Bake Off and Strictly and all that when there's like nine weeks to go they're like it's the quarter 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 final who's gonna make it and whereas like we're not really used to that from this so it was a bit like that yeah it's true and it's like not even half the cast have gone home yet like, yeah yeah it's yeah. a semi-final yeah, it's a bit strange. How did you take Pangina's elimination last week? Um, I think that was actually the one week I wasn't watching it live, and I just was I, I was watching it all like transpire mm-hmm. on Twitter. I was like, did someone die at the end? What the hell <laughs> and there was just so much chaos. I almost didn't actually want to catch up. I was like, no, I can't. No, I can't do that. I can't. <laughs> I did end up watching yeah. it. Um, and it was however dramatic I thought it was going to be. It was that squared. It was just so. It just kept. It just kept kept going. Like every time you thought it peaked, it just kept going. Um, so I, yeah, even though I knew what I was in for, I didn't get the the shock of like what the hell. Yeah. But even even with that in mind, it was still a lot. And, and, <laughs> and the, the brief little kind of sort of recap on last week that they gave us before we got in, like you you see pure blue hydrangea having a panic attack on the runway, the sobbing apology to the yeah. country. Like it is really like, you know, that's the, the international incident of concern in the world right oh now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when she was like wiping the message off the mirror, it was, and she was talking about, wow, like Pangina's gone. It was, like, it was like she'd been run over in front of her. It was like, no, no, you you sent her home. <laughs> yeah. like, you, you did that. Like, and she she did. Like within, you know, as the episode went on, she did own it. And she was like, it was me. But at the start, it was like, wow, Pangina's gone. Yeah. Like, yep. <laughs> yeah. I heard Pangina speak with our guest last week, Why Is She Black, on their a Pop Buzz series. And Pangina was saying that her and Juju could, uh, Juju spoke Lao and, and Juju and uh, Panjani could speak to each other in this you know foreign tongue mm. which then stood out to me when Blue was like so she said I love you with all her heart and then some message in Thai and I was like trying to let you yeah. know, the local <laughs> translate that for us and not just dismiss it I know I was like oh there's oh there's something maybe maybe <laughs> it, maybe it was a secret message just for Juju that like they didn't want translated <laughs> <laughs> Juju seemed to be like the real mediator in the post Pangina elimination, though. She seemed to be kind of the voice for Pangina in, in it. And mm. uh, it, you really did feel like they had a closer bond than we probably got to see up to this point. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I do like how Juju, uh, uh, you know, just, just understands the, you know, she understands the excitement quite well, yeah. doesn't she? Like in those group situations, she just asks, I mean, she's probably been briefed off camera, but to actually be like, naturally be able to segue into, so why did you do that? Like, I really appreciate the people on these shows that you know like, yeah. <laughs> can find a good segue into those chats. Um, 
but yeah, I, yeah, I think they probably did, didn't they? They're, there's probably a lot that, I mean, obviously it's a very, <laughs> these queens have been shoved together, yeah. would have flown in together, would have had so much anticipation for this. And then, you know, obviously we only get to see yeah. them an hour but a week. It, it is funny though, when like after the fact, you kind of get told about these like really strong bonds that you don't see actually in the show. And then you're like, Oh, mm. I forgot that. Like, we aren't actually seeing everything that's happening. We, we yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the, there's like twenty four more hours for them to film it because I, I remember at the beginning of the season they showed like Pangina and um and Janie really kind of bonding as the two sort of like individuals from the the kind of like yeah. the singular country representatives. And then you know Janie was just kind of like meh, okay, like that like that one friend on they make on the first day of school who like you kind of yeah, you yeah. cling on to for dear life and then never speak to again for the rest of your 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 college or school experience yeah 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 definitely yeah oh my god that see that episode already feels like 400 <laughs> years ago it was, like, it was a few days <laughs> uh, speaking of not seeing the whole picture how are you finding bag of chips on this series I um I just I feel like I just can't really get a good a good grip on it. You know? I mean, I think Michelle called it quite well last week when she was like, "You do you come down the wrong way, you do you much better, you do your way." I'm bag of chips. This is my character, and I, I do actually think this week we did get to at least in the, the conversation that she had with Juju at the when they were getting ready, you did at least get to see like a, a bit more to her, which I really appreciated. Um, I she's not my favourite. I don't have any, I don't wish her any ill. <laughs> not, not, I just, I personally haven't, I personally just haven't um, connected with her. She's clearly a very, like, you know, she's been in the game for a long time. She's clearly very good at what she does. Um, but in, in, the, in, in the format of this show and what we've seen of her in this specific series, I haven't rooted myself. Uh, I, I, I'm sort of the same. I haven't found myself really, like, getting behind her. There, there feels like there's a disconnect or something bet- between her. Like, she's yeah, kind of yeah. putting on this facade, like Michelle pointed out. Um, and then even, like, it, it's interesting because I remember, uh, I know we'll talk about the um, the kind of the deliberations later on, but, you know, when Baggett kind of had that breakdown with Juju where she was like, oh, why don't you send me home? I don't deserve to be here. Like, that was really reminiscent of, like, how the first season went went on the runway basically kind of when it was Davina and Baga and and Vivian oh, yes. she was all like oh don't like you know I shouldn't win I don't deserve to be here it's like obviously like very self-defeating um yeah, you know yeah, and it's, yeah. it's kind of you know it speaks probably to a long journey of self-discovery and and self-love that 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 Baga as a performer yeah, may need yeah, to go yeah. on now that now now that we're now that we're diagnosing mental health problems here on Sissy That Pod, you know, feel free to use your better help discount to. Yeah. <laughs> it does feel like there's been. Um, I don't remember. Maybe this was the case in the first UK series as well, but it does feel like for me, looking online and like gauging gauging the discourse, um, like the public opinion on Bagger is does seem to be a, a bit worse this time. Than first time around and I'm very aware that we are watching what has been packaged as this reality show but I did I did enjoy I didn't I, I, I warmed her a bit more th- this week would I still have sent her home probably but I did um I did I yeah I, I feel like this was a good week for her in terms of like just getting to know her a bit beyond like oh I'm I'm bag of chips yeah um, I I agree I softened to her a bit this episode but even with them lined up for the as the top four, there's just this like 
feeling in my coursing to my body which is like I really don't want her to win and it's uh, like it's purely got to do with the narrative I've been fed it's like she's mm. up to the robot she's she's de- down on the charm she's giving us this whole villain edit and I just and I feel she's been pushed by the producers and like yeah, oh, yeah every yeah. aspect of me wants to rail against that and, and you want yeah. to see the Evie Atley win over Brooklyn Heights you want you want to see the underdog done and she just doesn't feel like an underdog at this point like, but that okay. being said if she was playing down the road I'd definitely go to a show it's just in the right, context right. of this show I'm really oh, against yeah. her but I think that yeah. like in this challenge and in Snatch Game last week like she's clearly like a phenomenal comedian a really funny writer like able to put on a great show so definitely is like a performer mm-hmm. like a, and a compelling performer just isn't maybe someone that you'd want to go for a pint with you know <laughs> yeah speaking right, right. of someone who had a good episode this week uh and i guess we'll get into challenge in a bit though but it's like i kind of felt maybe another reason why i enjoyed this episode so much is everyone was kind of exactly what you expect for them like we got jujubee back again mo got to shine like every we actually got to see everyone in their best light which i don't think we'd really seen before and that's kind of why the season kind of felt so weird at times yeah 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 definitely it was really nice to see that um top two i wasn't i I wasn't expecting it just purely Mm -hmm. because just because i'm the sucker for whatever i'm being like (laughs) fed in the in the house but when they were like Oh, Juju's verse isn't very good, is it? Like when they were saying that earlier on, I was like, well, she'll be in the bottom, yeah. then, she? And then afterwards, I was like, oh, yeah, no, she was good. No, she did do a good job. Yeah, no, that is great. Um, but I, I bloody love Juju. I, um, I think she, you could very easily make a case for her having, uh, should have having gone on a couple of occasions up to this point. But I was really, I'm really, really thrilled for her that she has the way yeah, No, has. completely. Like, I think it's, it's great to see her have that redemption moment. Although I have to say, I, I did sort of, gasp with frustration when i saw her walk out for the top two runway or the top two kind of um lip sync and i was like this outfit is better than <laughs> anything you've worn on the runway this season this like yeah, yeah. this lip sync yeah. performance outfit this changeover yeah. is better than anything we've seen you in yeah. so far and it just makes and the makeup yes, makes and it just makes you think it's like was this a game was this she was like relying on charm and being the underdog and getting through to the end without feeling like as if kind of you were threatening and now you're gonna try and storm it in in the last two episodes like i, I yeah, mean yeah mm. You know, because <laughs> she did say in deliberation she tries to to play down the competition. So maybe she played yeah. the really really long game of just I mean, looking like shit. She really committed to that role. <laughs> <laughs> it was a dangerous road to go down. Yeah, right? That outfit with the snake. Yeah. That was... <laughs> Let's jump on to the the run through with Jade and Ian Masterson, like. That actually felt I, like it was being made in the room. I actually want to say one thing quickly yeah. about the okay, about the, yeah. the 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 post sending Panjani. I really appreciate Blue just acknowledging that she didn't buy the bullshit that 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 Panjana had sent Jimbo home because of any other reason than they were comp- competition and owning the fact that that's the reason that she did. It. I was like, it's 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 really rare to see someone just be that like honest about their intentions yeah. on the show and, and I, I was just like it was so refreshing that we didn't get a bullshit like oh I personally felt that they did the worst in the challenge and none right, of you right. can question me on it so I thought it was very refreshing <laughs> were you surprised that um Bagger had her lipstick not well? even no. not at all no <laughs> no not one this part of my my suspicion last week was that they made Blue send Pangina home so that Bagger got like got through without the sort of you know the target on her back that was my theory right okay okay 
Yeah, I, mean, I wasn't. I, w- I wasn't sure, and I was like, "Is it? Is it gonna? Is it gonna <laughs> what's what's I was like, "Oh my god!" I mean, it, imagine it. It, it was yeah. also the sausage roll dance move that you know didn't <laughs> probably meant the bag of wonder fun than anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. Oh, yeah, I surprise. Uh, yeah, let's jump back to Jade and Ian. Um, it's just funny to contrast that with season 14's girl group challenge where that producer was sitting there with that mixing desk, nothing plugged into the back of it, twiddling a few knobs <laughs> as if he was doing the Lord's work. Whereas I actually felt like Ian was doing it on the spot. You could see the tracks, you could hear the yeah. playback. Oh, that I know, felt yeah. really I was exciting to, to witness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw that little like shot of that fire, like bagger. Oh wait, yeah. Like, oh my god, <laughs> it's happening! Oh my god, it's gotta be true. <laughs> and Jay did such a good job. I thought, like uh, yeah. sometimes you yeah. get those those. I remember like steps when they were on. Did they really give that much advice? I don't know. Jade did a great job. No, there was some. Yeah, there was yeah. some great feedback on kind of like lyrical changes and sort of like you know directional changes for the queens. Like really like feedback that made it a stronger performance overall, which you don't mm. often get because a lot of times the producer who's there will just kind of be sitting there to make the person feel like you know feel worse about themselves. Like oh, that's the choice you're making. Mm, right right mm, yeah, yeah that choice mm, good good for you enjoy yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> no she was good she was funny and like you know could give could give the little shady stuff but but fun it was coming from a place of like oh but we're gonna make you better i just loved her. oh she was fantastic i know she really <laughs> was and you know i was i was glad i got to see her in that mode in action because we normally get mm. to see you know the the veneer of the pop princesses when they're performing and they're singing and dancing but like they do a lot of their songwriting and production themselves so it's good to yeah. see that, you know that in action for them which i appreciated yeah. um was there anything you wanted to talk about james during the the cario not really i mean the one thing i did say because this kind of goes back to what we were talking about with baga over the course of this series maybe not being the person that you warm to the most like the kind of just dismissiveness and the instant kind of shutting down of like i don't want to do it so i'm not even going to try like and that kind of like when they were all like trying their best to come together to produce a a performance that would put them all in their best light baga was just like i'm not a dancer so i'm not even going to try and it just felt a bit kind of deflating because you're like this is you're likely to be in the top four and you've basically been like not a team player and quite unpleasant for a lot of this. So that was, right, it. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. what I took away from the, the cario. Also, it, it, it did seem extremely difficult. The, 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 the dancing. I certainly wouldn't have been of us. Yeah, yeah. It did until the actual performance when you got to that bit when they were just standing, yeah. like, punching the air like, for, for, a, for a solid minute. Yeah. I was like, it took you that long to do that? But no, but no, it really did. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I felt for them. Because, like, well, you got, like, Gigi, for example, who's also not a dancer and was, like, not covering up the fact that she was like, ah, but there was, seemed to be a little bit, like, she wasn't completely, she hadn't mm. checked out, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and Bagger was like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it was sort of strange. We got two really poignant mirror moments I felt like I, I did feel the producer's hand it's like okay alcoholics sit over there and they're religiously oppressed over there and that's side of the room. but <laughs> like, in the wheel of fortune like what's it gonna be this week <laughs> I didn't care because both conversations were incredibly genuine and insightful yeah. and I learned a lot about everyone Mm, yeah yeah definitely yeah i mean i do always enjoy the way that the the kind of the they are the, sh- the starts of those conversations are sort of shoehorned in and we've given credit to juju for being good at segues before but like you mentioned beer in your song <laughs> do you drink beer do you like a beer 
<laughs> that was a bit ropey. Yeah. But that, that conversation I thought was, was great. It really humanized Baga. You know, it's always, I think we always enjoy on the show hearing the impact of the show on the contestants, especially yeah. for the positive, to hear how bad it had gotten. I know Juju sort of shared their story of a similar vein in, in All Stars 5. Um, which I thought was that funny when Baga was like, I'm not one of those people that doesn't touch a drop of drink, <laughs> me knowing that Juju is sober. But like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's just, I, I, it's sort of so heartbreaking, you know, to hear Juju say she left a 13-year relationship for her sobriety and stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, although it was such a great conversation, you could have listened to it a lot more, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's a long time, isn't it? 13 years. That's a long Bless her. It is, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, a, it's a long time. And it's a very, like, that, that, that would be a, a massive routine and part of your life and particularly for B, who has been having this incredibly intense experience with like television shows and this sort of like celebrity like mm. to then kind of leave that space and go like but then I suppose to have to create a new routine in a world that's entirely populated only by recovered alcoholics like I suppose yeah yeah in and of itself it, it, I suppose it shows how limiting the road to recovery has been for B. Yeah, it really struck me as well when she said that a lot of people call her boring since she stopped yeah. um, drinking. I was like, oh, that must be like, that must be really t- tough if you've been like the party, like, hey! yes. and then you just have to like, for, for your own <laughs> survival, <laughs> you have to check that. That must be, must be really tough. It's, it's, yeah, I really appreciate yeah. hearing and it like was that. it was interesting like Baga talking as well about the the kind of like when you're performing like as a performer who's like playing in bars and 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 and, and venues where drink is a big part of the the whole the whole thing kind of the fact that people are sending shots up to the stage and people are buying drinks for you and all like like it would make it kind of difficult because you would like politeness would kick in and you'd be like oh well that lovely person's after sending me up a sambuca I should drink it <laughs> yeah 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 and yeah. I, I think there is an aspect of me that when you hear you know some mad I don't know Lady Gaga or something like that someone who like gives these really big performances is sober it kind of almost ruins the illusion of this like big the person who's leading the party isn't isn't drinking because we're so I don't know programmed to think that they must be like on the same buzz as us but you know they've just been able to find a way to to achieve all that sober which is arguably even better but i also yeah, love yeah. the ego of the person who's calling juju boring it's like one of those charismatic mm. drag queens in the world and Bloody she's hell. boring mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> over there on the other table was blue and mo and jamie again another really interesting conversation which just highlights mm. you could be in you know the Bible Belt, you could be in, in you know, uh, conflicted Northern Ireland or you could be in rural Holland and you're basically all experiencing a similar religious oppression. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, that was, that was a really, like, it's really, that was another conversation that I thought was really yeah. great to have on because obviously conversion therapy is, I mean, it's been on top of the agenda for a while, but it, it, it is especially at the moment. So it was really great to hear Mo talk about that. I just feel like Mo is, has just become the beating heart of this very series much, over the last very few weeks. That. Like I remember that first episode when they first walked into the workroom and, uh, work and I was like, oh no, 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 not the villain, not the villain edit, not that. Um, and then um, just over the last few weeks, like the, the, the narration in the, just the, the narration in the confessionals has been absolutely spot on. And just moments like this as well, in the council culture discussion last week, she was the one that was popping up and saying, don't forget black and trans people would probably have a different viewpoint on this than yes, what you guys were yeah. saying. Um, and this week as well, just 
yeah I just, <laughs> just love my so much um and that was great and and yeah to hear to hear all three of them talk as you said about coming from totally different places but so much overlap. obviously different um different experiences yeah different but but yeah. it was it's very it's very weird i suppose like well you know in the Republic of Ireland and, and then in England, Scotland and Wales, kind of looking at Northern Ireland linked to the two, it's like, it, it is so weird how far, beho- like how like stuck in the past their society has been on, on, particularly on those like social issues like abortion and, 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 mm. and, and, uh, and queer rights. And it, you sort of forget that like in this like little corner of our part of the world, there's those like staunch people who are like, no. Ulster was saying no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was interesting. It was great to see Blue kind of talking about that and addressing it. And I suppose probably, you know, for people in the UK and Ireland watching it who maybe aren't as attuned to the, like, the fact that perhaps we all enjoy, like, a very liberal and open society, that there is this place, like, within our own sphere that, uh, mm-hmm. that it's sort of like it helps people maybe understand the need to start asking, well, if I can have it here, why can't they have it? there yeah right yeah yeah exactly yeah. you know it's arguably another area of the same country why draw these lines yeah yeah by a sea and people do forget as well don't they people do need reminding that like you know oh it's great in the in the uk everything's great it's like oh <laughs> <laughs> may i correction <laughs> yeah. on the topic of mo though i was kind of just thinking about her during this episode and I and I I just feel she's finally hit her fullest form. Uh, certainly, on the comes to this to the, this TV show, I think I think what she presented in the first two seasons was a sort of manic will to impress. Mm. And I feel this time around, it's the ease. And I know, like she's she cries when she gets complimented, and she was crying when you know. But it, it does kind of ooze a sort of ease and comfort in oneself which i think is the ultimate confidence right so i think yeah, yeah. that's possibly why she feels so fully formed this time yeah definitely it's just a, it's just like a, an, an a sh- she feels like a like a superstar doesn't she you know if that's just because we've got like our like you know our like rough br- brilliantly and we love them for it rough around the edges uk queens and then you've got these like american queens like mo especially who just exudes like <laughs> yeah. beyonce mega star power um and then you think you're right. You think back to her past seasons, and she hasn't. She's always been great, but she hasn't always necessarily had that assurance. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, that was the thing I'd say. Like when you when you look at the the range of queens that were in for the, the competition. I know Juju has only really shown up in this episode, but like when the two American queens were walking out to lip sync, there was just a sense of like this is at a different level to anything we've seen. So definitely. And then to give them that lip sync song as well, but we'll get to it. I was living. Um, let's get on to the, the performances. First up was Bagger Chips and Despite My Ill Will Against Bagger. I thought the verse was was very good. Yeah, yeah, it gave us, it gave us, it gave us, it was, it was, I mean this in a good way, it gave us Bagger. <laughs> like it was, it was, which, which is great. Um, yeah, yeah. And she, she wasn't necessarily great with the choreo, but um, I would. And yeah, I was funny because I felt <laughs> the judges' critique was like a low critique. So obviously she looked bad. Like they can see everyone at all times. She didn't feel too bad to us, but obviously she was pretty bad. Yeah, for them. Mm. I, I, yeah, 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 I'm not surprised by that. I think that you know she. Well, I loved her verse. I thought like her her lines were 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 clever, and it was playing into this character she's doing this season of like the most famous woman in Britain. Like she's obviously setting herself up to be like the new Kim Woodburn or something like that's the role she wants to fill. Uh, I loved her lyrics. I did 
think though that they did her a lot of favours by maybe not focusing on her dancing so much. A lot of like tight shots of the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was really tight. <laughs> yeah. Well, a few weeks ago when she was in the did she do was she hairspray in the musicals yeah. one yeah. a couple of weeks ago? Again, already feels like a different life. Yeah. <laughs> it was two weeks. Um that that challenge, I feel like she got away with um uh just like kind of just like marking it almost like it wasn't really like much before like I didn't feel like she was really performing it that well and she was just kind of like just just going through the motions and they didn't really pick up on it whereas this week I feel like they did pick up on it but it was for me anyway I thought it was maybe slightly better than what she did in the musicals challenge um I don't know I think it was a, it was a, it was a yeah it wasn't the best but it was it was great yeah. I think everyone was great when everyone was yeah. yeah and I do, I, I, was... I do think as well like that there is obviously when you get into all the challenges on drag race there's different things you need to be able to you need to be funny you need to be able to sew you need to be able to dance you need to be able to sing and not everyone has all of those skills and like you know baga just doesn't necessarily in the same way that Janie isn't able to sing and we'll get to her like vocals and her lyrics you know baga not being able to dance i suppose you can't be expected to have every single mm. tool there's no auto tune for dancing there is not <laughs> there is not <laughs> <laughs> uh, Blue was up next. I was a bit. I felt. I felt the verse was more about her than it was Belfast. I was a bit disappointed with this one. Yeah, I know it's only been an hour. I don't really remember. I, oh, it was great touch when she pulled out the lipstick. I did like that. Lipstick, yeah, lipstick. yeah. That was a eliminated. Good touch. Um, and I thought she danced it well. I just yeah. wanted to hear. I guess because I know Belfast the best of all the cities. I wanted to yeah, hear yeah. things that I knew about it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. She could have been. Se- <laughs> she could have been sending queens down like the Titanic. She could have been. I, I don't know. There is that is my Belfast reference. That so yeah, I was a bit disappointed by that one. Janie, I was actually too thrown by the glow up on the vocals. Yeah, I actually yeah. couldn't hear what she was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything else, I was like, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> the judges seemed to say she didn't say much, so I don't think I missed much. No, but that yeah. was my takeaway. It was, from it her. was quite sort of just like you know, positive word salad. Um, lots of you know, affirmations. But she never once in her verse said she was from Amsterdam. So, where? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And performance-wise, I guess it was giving me like, um, like. And I, I, I love her to bits. It was giving me like Kimberly Walsh, you know what I mean? Like, just like she was a good girl band member, not the person at the No, but a great girl member. <laughs> Kimberly was my fave person. Juju, I thought sounded great. I, I guess mm. uh, because we had heard so much about the tea in Boston, like, uh, you know, and I guess it was also the Boston Tea Party and stuff, but that seemed to be the only identifiable bit I got from Boston. Um, from the thing but I actually didn't care because I thought that was the best I've ever heard her sound vocally yeah yeah although even if she didn't sound that good she like if it's anything like Janie they could have made her sound good anyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. but I was really yeah I was really happy and she she's giving Katy Perry hair circa 2010 oh yes yes um, yes it was she just seemed she just seemed a lot more happy to be here this week. Uh, she, yeah, she actually felt like she was performing at a place like at an event she wanted to be at. So, like, there's been a lot of kind of like, you know, it's the same energy you would have got at like your 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 sixteenth Zoom quiz in like you know May twenty twenty. <laughs> like that was the energy we were getting. Yeah. But this was actually like here, here she felt turned up and like she actually wanted to be performing. I really like and it it was great to see that back because we have had so many great moments with jujube over the years on drag race that this was really mm. undermining i was like why, why did you bother coming back for this if this is what you're gonna do yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I was I was fully buying into like, is there a conspiracy theory that like she was contractually obligated or she was over here anyway from Queen's University? And then I was like, oh no, maybe she did actually sign yeah. up for it. <laughs> her own, her own free, yeah. <laughs> she does actually want to be here. That's great. Uh, G, oh, sorry, we did teach you. And then Mo, then finally, I thought this was definitely the best uh, lyrically, performance wise, the look. Even she got the, and Hollywood, baby. Yeah, like, yeah, she got, yeah. It was just head and shoulders about better than the rest. Yeah, yeah. By so far, good. absolutely stunning. It was like, it was, yeah, she was just really head and shoulders above the rest. Mm, it was. It was funny because obviously I didn't see how bad Bagger's dancing was. I thought it was going to be a Bagger and Mo top two, but like on that. So, um, yeah, yeah. I was, but I was happy Juju was, was mm. in the top two. The category was a work of art. Um, Bagger Chips was up first. <laughs> than <laughs> sunflowers we see this earlier on in the episode when Baga gives us that fake fall over at her workstation which was very sort of like drunken white girl looking for attention uh, it's sort of hanging up on a, on a hanger I didn't like it at all no I wasn't sure what I, it, I, it, it, once you look at it it's obviously a plant pot but for whatever reason when I was looking at it on the runway I was like what earth is that around the middle my goodness um yeah it was like playing a flower in like the school play yeah. like yeah like, <laughs> vague recollections of bill and ben the, the flower pot men kind of kind of vibes. Yeah, yeah. um and it, yeah it, it wasn't it it wasn't good also i don't know it just like for you know liberal lefty query people isn't tracy emmon someone we're not allowed to like anymore so i was like why are you advertising that you're friends with her isn't she not like a big like friends with like all of the conservative politicians? And if you're, I don't know. Anyway, I thought I th- well, ba- bag is a Tory, isn't she? So like it's, it's uh... right. <laughs> so that's probably fine. Um, <clears throat> Blue gave us the Picasso. I thought Graham Norton was using this opportunity to flex how much he knows about art by being like, I wasn't sure if it was this person, that person, wasting the blocks of color. I don't know, like, fucking basic 101, that looks like Picasso to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a fashion expert by any means, but I was like, that looks quite impressive. Yeah. <laughs> better, nice better from behind, I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, like, maybe if, if, if you know, if, in order to soothe um, Graham's artistic uh, knowledge, if one of the, like, pieces from the back had been on the front, then maybe it would have, like, instantly brought you to, to there or something, but... Yeah, I thought it was great, and I loved the makeup. She just looked like she yeah, looked fab. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. She's really um. In, in, again, I don't know anything about fashion, but for my layman terms, mm-hmm. I think she's really. I've been really impressed by her runways. This yeah, absolutely. Like it, uh, she said it herself, and it's like she's gone from like GCSE art project to masterpiece, yeah. and it's like it really does feel that way. Like that is the the level yeah, yeah. Of, of of what she's bringing to her way. It's kind of on a par with I was going to say the American queens, but like you know just Mo. <laughs> Because obviously, <laughs> what Juju's been bringing to the runway hasn't exactly been uh, masterpieces. Well, well, what she brings doesn't necessarily feel fashion. I like it. Like it's not costumey either. Like it, it's more like arty than yeah, fashion. Yeah. I feel, and that's um, yeah. that's not a read. But it, it's, I, I don't know if she has that fashiony eye, like a bimini or like I'm not gonna. I don't think we're gonna see her on the cover of British Vogue. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. James, not agree. No, I, I think you're right. I'm not, I'm not convinced okay. Blue Hedgehog will be, <laughs> be getting an invite to the Met Gala anytime soon. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> I hope she does. Yeah. Um, Janie was up next with the pop art. 
Uh, I was kind of hoping only because Dutch and the most famous Dutch one is like the Vermeer girl with a pearl earring. That's kind of what I was hoping for. But the pop art, you know, was was definitely on it on everyone's bingo card. So I'm glad we got it. Yeah, yeah. When she first walked out, I was like, eh. But then the more I looked at it, I was like, oh, I like there's there's a lot of little details. I really like like the the wig was really great, and she had little like. Um, Sketch lines. lines or whatever. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Bits. <laughs> yeah. I think because they, they've done like you've seen a couple of people do those like kind of pop party sketch lines in in, in outfits before in Drag Race. I think it was Torgy did one many years ago, mm. and, and it, didn't Trinity do one in all yeah, recently it, with her black? And it on. hasn't necessarily landed or looked kind of perfect. And I, I feel like this is the best version of of that that we've seen on the runway, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Juju was up next. Did anyone grab the name of the woman she was supposed to be? Evie Van Urbans is what I wrote down. I, she, It was Art Deco rather than art. I have a feeling it was just something nice that she had. She was like, I might have a chance to win this. I'm actually going to wear something nice and I'll just yeah, yeah. throw together a story. <laughs> this, yeah this this isn't a painting yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that was funny because like graham norton after saying to um to blue hydrangea like basically listing off 17 different like obscure artists was like i didn't <laughs> know if it was this person or that person or the other person then it's like i don't even care if yours is in a, in a painting or not. you're fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so unfair <laughs> so unfair uh and finally mo gave us the salvador dali head of roses but, you know, Mo has established themselves now as one like kind of queen of the runway. This yeah, season. yeah. Didn't yeah. How they managed to walk that well with all that <clears throat> faff over I know. Mm. Oh my god! Like Great. how did they even? Know? Yeah, how could they see where they were going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. I loved. And actually, the lilac looked amazing on her. Yeah. No, completely beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. After the runway, I was thinking that Bagus should have done the scream. Edward munches the scream I think she could have like characterised that really well with the sort of like hands with the cheeks and the open mouth because um, that's like an iconic one and it works better than she not, she wouldn't have had to wear a potted plant so Juju and Mo are the top two uh, would we all agree with that? I would yeah yeah I was expecting um who was I expecting? I don't think I was expecting Juju. I was very happy, yeah. but I was probably expecting it to be Blue or Bagger over um, Juju. But I was I was thrilled it was Juju, but I was I was expecting. I just always assume they're going to give Bagger like just the win on the spot. <laughs> 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 but, um, uh, but yeah, no, I was I was really I was quite happy with that. And yeah, I was mainly just like justice for Mo. Like, <laughs> yeah. Finally, like mm. yeah, I I was expecting Bagger until I heard the deliberations or the yeah. like, the judges' yeah. comments. Yeah, yeah. I, I I would have been pretty like I would have been. Happy if um, if Baga had uh, had been in the top, I think because their their verse is probably the the best of it. But I, I do think then again you would have had ended up with Juju like in the bottom undeservedly, and then potentially being sent mm. home. And I do think as as great as Janie has been over the course of this competition, I was somewhat ready to kind of see them go. And I think that Juju B will be a more interesting person to have in the final. Now means that they'll have gotten to the final of four seasons. Of Drag Race, so you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. I did um, when Michelle when they were doing the the feedback. Michelle was like, "Oh Mo, you've turned up this week." Was anyone else a bit like, "She's been here the whole time. You yeah. just haven't given her a <laughs> <Yes>. thing." <laughs> did you see the light up thing last week? I mean, to be fair, I guess, I guess, I guess, in all the challenges, there has 
more often than not been someone that you yeah. know just edged it to the top. But I was like, she has been great. She has been great for a yes, while. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. been consistently good. <laughs> I thought it was really nice of Rue to kind of take the time to like. She had very nice words for them this week, and you don't always hear that. No, so it's no. always yeah, kind yeah. of nice to hear. Yeah, James, how did you? see the deliberations going down there's something you wanted to zoom in on there it it felt like very i don't know like i looking back now i kind of think oh maybe there was no there wasn't really actually too much drama because it it was just always going to be janie jacay that was going because like i think i can't remember who it was was it i think it was uh, mo that said that they sensed from janie that they were kind of a bit defeated or like they were saying all this stuff, but they didn't feel like they really, they were checked out. And, yeah, and I did yeah. kind of get that impression. Like even when they were kind of like, you know, the way if you, if you can see it, but like if we, if we look at Pangina last week and the like, you know, traumatic breakdown had, it's like, you know, Janie this week was kind of like, all right, cool guys. Well, I've got actually got a bus going in like 20 minutes. I'm going to, going to bolt now. That's okay. Like it really, <laughs> it really felt like someone who knew that right you know yeah, th- yeah this was the end of the road for them and maybe wasn't overly disappointed by it so i think that in the deliberations that came through yeah do you think mo picked her lipstick as well yes yeah probably mm, yeah i don't think she chose well she has the bond blue i don't think she chose that one but i wouldn't be surprised if it was bagger mm. Mm, yeah yeah, yeah maybe, maybe. i don't know i kind of feel I kind of just feel with Janie, she's just really Dutch and direct and she's like, go home, go home if I don't. I think she did want to stay, but I don't think she was willing to turn on the charm to stay where I think everyone else was. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. She seems to just be really like, well, I've made it quite far. I've been in the bottom, I've been in the top. (laughs) Up to you. Do what you will. What did you think of um, when Juju was um, uh, talking to Bagger? And Bagger was having this really vulnerable moment. And I was I was like, oh, Bagger's having a vulnerable moment. And then Juju was like, but is she just saying that? So that mm. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, have I been played? <laughs> um, I, was, I, wasn't, I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what's happening here. Because um, yeah. Juju and Monique have, are in a very powerful position because this is the last lip sync to be drawn. So there's no, no repercussions on them. No one can kick mm-hmm. them out. Mm. So like if there was any time to go rogue, in theory, it will be this episode. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. So we'll see. No, I, I, yeah. um, I had, I, I had anticipated that Juju picked Blue's lip sync or lipstick at that. Like as we were kind of going through, and I was thinking, well, that's going to be the way it's going to go. It's going to be that last twist, that last thing of like every time we build up a front runner, gay they get knocked out. It's like you know, right? Yeah, see yeah. a Jimbo, see a Pangina. Um, I and so I'm, I'm delighted that that didn't happen. But there was a bit of me that was wondering if that's the way it was going to go. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I think Blue has been knocked out as the front runner, though, because I think Mo is Mo is steam past now that she is a win. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I almost whipped my pants with excitement when I heard the lip sync was Nettles <laughs> toy, <laughs> and I was like, "Great, we're going to make two people who barely know what Eurovision is lip sync yeah, yeah, to yeah. it." But it's also like two people who are known for doing good lip syncs, and I just oh, yeah. loved every minute of it. That's great, wasn't it? It's always like. I take every opportunity I can get to make myself feel better over the fact that um, Toy beat Fuego. And yeah. this was one of this was one of those moments where I was like, maybe it was fine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you were absolutely, I think that, that as a lip sync for your life song, this is a more entertaining version than we would have gotten yeah. from Fuego. But I, yeah, I loved Juju's performance right from the very beginning. I could sort of feel that she was bringing that kind of campy comedyness into it. And mm. it's just so strong. Like right from the bit where she did yeah. the like ding, 
thing at the very beginning. Yeah. Of it. I was like, well, I, I want to watch you as you're performing yeah. this. It yeah. really, yeah, it really it. did. It's funny, actually, those two performers, it's like you choose Juju to do Toy and you choose Mo to do Fuego. It's, mm-hmm. you know? yeah, yeah, that's correct. <laughs> Which one are you? <laughs> is this the first? This isn't This isn't the first Eurovision song we've had on. Is it? Have we had, like, have we had Gina G at some point? Am I making no, it up? No, I head? think this is, is this the first. Yeah. Because the they, they did the, the, oh. the Eurovision challenge, but then oh, yeah. they had, who was the, what was the, the song? They had, they had some weird song. Like I think I can't remember who it was they had. They did, but they didn't have a Eurovision song that time. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Because I'm I'm yeah. waiting for a Euphoria moment. Like that's yeah, really yeah. what we deserve. <laughs> well, we're building two people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna look that up next. That's gonna annoy me. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, don't leave I me this thinking... way by the communards. Oh yes, 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 yes. I mean, for Eurovision, what what are you thinking, Rue? What are you thinking? Yeah, yeah. That was an open goal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Great song for a lip sync, but maybe on that yeah. week, too. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's Love Shine at not Love Shine. Like, <laughs> something, well, something. I mean, we've had we've had lip syncs by Olivia Newton John and Lulu and stuff, but just not the Eurovision songs. So, mm. yeah, there's a uh, so yeah, Juju, of course, lip sync assassin wins again. This means she's won six out of seven of her lip syncs. The only one she hasn't won is an All Stars five against Money Exchange because she said she didn't learn the words. So, uh, oh yeah, did not oh, disappoint. A record, isn't it? As yeah. uh, as expected, and she sends home Janie, who you know took it like a champ. Oh yeah, she 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 probably knew. Yeah, she, she was like, can you just can you just hurry this yeah. up? <laughs> <laughs> There was a there was a brief. I mean, I'm a sucker for the tension music and the the fast cutting. I'm like, who's it going to be? Yeah. Like, it's going to be Jay. But there was a. I was like, oh, it could be Bagger, but that was probably just me getting ahead of myself. Bagger did do well this week, but I was a bit like, oh, yeah. There, there was a, there, there was a sense to what, yeah. When when Juju dropped that, like maybe Bagger's trying to play me. It was like, oh, what way is this oh, going? We're trying to <laughs> inject some tension yeah. into this <laughs> lip sync. I mean, Bagger was the only one who hadn't got a gold Rupeja badge, so you know that could have been there. Just oh yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah. But no. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that leads us to the top four in the finale. Yeah. Sean, whose team are you on? I think on balance, Mo's. I know she hasn't got a badge. If only only Blue and Juju have got badges, haven't they? Because <laughs> Jimbo and Tangina and Janie are off. Um, yeah, I think I think Mo on balance. I think you could make it if you'd have asked me at the beginning of the series before an episode of aired i'd have been like juju b like screamed it um i would still be happy if she won if she has the best episode next week but um but i think the way the season has gone you it's it's for me it's mo if it's not mo i think you could make a case for blue um I really hope it's not back. I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. sorry to her. I'm sorry to her. Very I'm the same. talented, I'm sure. But um, uh, yeah, it's, it's Mo for me. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to guess your team blue, James. I, I, I am, but like you know, blue with a with a with a a very kind of like slight edge on Mo. Like Mo is also kind of up there. I feel like either of them would be deserving winners. I think that Mo, oh, yeah. because they're probably they're the best drag queen that's been in the competition and the best sort of global sort of superstar. And Blue, because I think that they've been the best in the series um, mm. and the most entertaining to watch. So I think depending on what way you break it down, I think either of them would be deserving. But I am just that little bit more tipped towards Blue. Yeah. I've surprised myself and I've kind of just forgiven Juju B for the first 
four episodes and now I'm Team Jujube again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd love it. I, did a whole, I wrote a whole column the other week about how, like, after the first episode, I was like, why Jujube deserves the crown? Then the series started. I was like, oh, for fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do still absolutely love her. And if she got the crown, I'd be very, very happy. Well, and also because I'm surprised by this, but it seems to be a lip sync smackdown next week, yeah. which makes me oh, think yeah. the British girls are struggle. Woo! Struggle bus. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, unless, unless we get what, like a that? silky nutmeg and ash level of of gimmickry from Baga that pulls mm. it through, but the, I think that's surefire and Mo Juju top two based yeah, on that. Maybe so. Yeah. Actually. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting that it's going to be that's going to be highly decided because I remember the last UK series. It, it was like I, I feel like it was made made or braid made or broken in that final episode of the last yeah. proper UK series, was it? Because uh, would we say Ella went into that as the front runner and then just had an absolute <laughs> like throughout the, whereas Crystal, who's probably going into it as the underdog, had a had a you know fair enough and quite good fun. Whereas this time if it's a if it's not a full challenge and it's not like a Yeah. No, I, you're gonna be on the I think if if there aren't kind of aspects, I think that like un- unless there is a comedy or acting aspect to next week, which there doesn't appear to be, like there's no way Baga can like cross the finish line i think and i think that like you know we saw blue lip sync last week and she definitely was better than she was definitely better than baga but i don't know that she would be competing on the same stage as uh you know as mo or juju unless there is like a jury of your queers again like they did in all stars three and they get to pick the top two (laughs) i don't think so well then 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 it's not a smackdown then it's just one lip sync so I I think we're getting three lip syncs. Okay, but yeah. unless it's an incredibly British song that gives yeah, Baggy yeah. Blue, yeah, yeah, the upper hand. I think what yeah. what would that song be? I don't know <laughs> the the what's that the Birdie song? Is that the? <laughs> <laughs> what, what's that song that's basically the theme tune of EastEnders? Is anyone can fall in love or something like that? <laughs> oh my god! Imagine. <laughs> Anyone can fall. <laughs> oh my god! Also, how Rue pronounced Corey in this week's episode. I'm going to catch up with Corey, and I Rue was like, "Who's Corey?" And I, then I like fully thought that this was some like you know sort of British television institution that I just had no familiarity with. I was like, I was like most of these things reach Ireland. Who the hell is Corey? Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah. is it like some sort of Tracy Beaker sort of? <laughs> 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 it's an English <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sean thank you so much for joining us that's a wrap on this episode where can people yeah, find you. everything you write like that essay on Jujubee which is probably now back <laughs> to being relevant exactly <laughs> bump it up bump it up age well um, as opposed to <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, um, I'm just at Sean Kitcher on Twitter really it's spelt the wrong way S-H-A-U-N um, <laughs> and yeah, the the column was on Metro, but as he said, it was a few it was a few weeks ago now. Okay, <laughs> like, Juju can do no wrong, and then she did she did multiple wrong, wrong. for two weeks. Yeah. Uh, but never mind. But she's back. She's back. Do you know what? I actually think six six episodes is actually quite a nice number for a series. I think it's quite a nice number for this series. Okay. Like on on reflection, like I mean, I'm I'm very much enjoying it, and I would say that, like the last two episodes, I was really compelled by. But this one, I did find a little bit sort of me, like dragged out a little bit. Um, 
I, 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 I kind of, I don't know, like, I, I've reached that, that point where I'm kind of ready for it to be wrapped up very quickly. So you're at, the, you're at the spot where I'm normally in, where I go. Yeah. I'm ready for it to be over there. That's where you are. And I, do, I think that sort of, you know, the I will be excited for a season two. I feel like they could do a, like, a bigger slate of queens um, and I do think they need to be kind of like good about casting a diverse sort of range of people from different seasons of different shows, you know. And and I think like it could be very interesting once you start putting the Aussie queens into the mix, maybe some of the Spanish queens, you know, maybe not the Italian queens for a couple of years, but you know. <laughs> well, well, on that topic, uh, if you want to support the show, you can head over to headsuppodcast.com. You can sign up. You can join us in the workroom, and over the next few weeks. James and I will be sitting down and we'll be putting together our dream lineup for UK versus the World Season 2 or whatever it's going to be called. Mm-hmm. Um, because like you said, we have a much wider and more international cast to choose from. Um, so yeah, send us through your thoughts. What are your dream lineups? Head over to Instagram and see that We want to hear from you. Uh, also, while we're doing some housekeeping, uh, next week's episode might be a bit late. Could be a day late. We've got you know things in the in the calendar uh, that we can't move so it could be wednesday morning but it could also be thursday morning so just a word to the wise a word to the wise get ready, get ready. if you're relying on us if we are your alarm system for a wednesday morning mm. we may not be here just <laughs> fyi and if bag of chips wins we're not recording next week. well that's true if bag of chips wins then we're just cancelling the podcast so <laughs> <laughs> no, if you... um, but that's all for this week uh, thank you for listening and we'll talk to you really soon see you love you bye, bye. this show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network a hub for the creative and the curious shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com The Podcast Studios is the home of the Headstuff Podcast Network. It's where lots of our shows are recorded and we work on editing, promotion, videos, live shows and lots more. As a podcast production company with three state-of-the-art studios for audio and video in Dublin city centre, we can work with you to tell great stories in a professional and engaging way. From government organisations to charities, arts groups to international brands, entrepreneurs to hobbyists, we've worked with everybody and we can help you to get the word out. Whether you need studio time, you're hosting a live stream or webinar, or you need support with editing or marketing, we can tailor a package for you. For more info, head to thepodcaststudios.ie.